right. One thing I wanted to ask you, actually, is I've noticed on your Instagram, you very, very well, well done, well polished, um, capturing people in their elements, I feel like. So I wanted to ask you before you like you did like, I don't know if you've always done portraits or if it was more trial and error, but I want to know basically, um, what made you kind of like decide to do more like person and element? How do you go about it? Um, I mean, for me, it just kind of like, I don't fully know if there was a point where I decided I'm going to take photos of people. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm just like, that's the, that's the vibe, but it's definitely something that, you know, I've come to, it's, it's the most recognizable piece of my photography is just my work with like photographing people. Um, I think it just came from a desire to at first photograph my friends. And then after photographing my friends, it was that I, you know, I just brought my camera everywhere with me um, and I would take pictures of, of everything and I still do. So like I have a lot of photos that are of random stuff. I got like trees, yeah. I got like abstract stuff. I got, you know, nature, which is just trees, but other stuff as well. Yeah. Um, like I got industrial type photos. I've got like a whole bunch of stuff, but the thing that I always felt I did the best, or at least the most consistent, um, was just taking photos of people. And I think, I don't know, I, I got confident at just going up to people and just, um, like, on the street and just being like, really? hey, I love your beard, for example. <laughs> like, I love your beard. Can I take your yeah. photo? Like yeah. I, I or or the lights hitting you like so nice right now like you can't take your photo, yeah. And at first I was nervous somewhat, but then that just went away to where I could go up to anybody, and if people say yes, awesome, well, I take the photo. If they say no, cool. Like it it wouldn't even phase me either way. Yeah. Um, but I would just see these photos in the wild, and for the most part, they'd be of people because you know once you like people are pretty easy as far as like a subject to shoot versus Mm -hmm. like you want to shoot like an inanimate object that might be uh, fixed to a position like you might not have to light the right way whatever but with a person you can just be like move here stand here do whatever take a couple pictures and you go and i just fell in love with taking portraits of people i would i would meet and come across um and i just think that you know of all the photography I have, that's the stuff I feel most confident about. And that's also the stuff I feel like I, I just have a lot of fun doing, you know, with different casts of characters and and, and different people. Um, And a lot of the time that's the type of photography, not that I I like um, looking at necessarily, because I look at a bunch of different stuff, but um, like different photographers I might have books from, or Mm. especially when I started, like I was really big into, uh, Wolfgang Tillman's, mm. um, and I I got into like looking at his stuff literally just like through like Frank Ocean because I was like, yeah, 
this, this photo is sick. What's like, what's the photo? What's the cover of Blonde? Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. And went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And his portraits of people are just like stunning to me. And I was, and, and especially when I started, I was like, I want to do that. And then it developed from like copying to, I like to think I have a, a style somewhat of my own way, but. Um, I think, I I think I just, you definitely have a style because like, I look at your, your, your feed at least like when, when I see your photos come up at least and they're very like, like depending on the portrait, even like some of them is like portrait person, like either blank canvas or per- portrait person in like their element. And I feel like you capture that very well um, of like a person, like wherever you're at, like this person is in this element and it goes so very well together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I mean, to me, the way I think about it, um, at least in my head, because I'm, I started like, I fell in love with, with film, like, like cinema film, um, like movies and that sort of thing. That was my, oh, really? That was my, my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just would always have like ideas for scripts and stuff. Um, and I thought of stuff in a very cinematic way. So when I take photos, um, I just, I don't know, to me, the photos that work best are the ones that feel like, you know, this is a still from, you know, not necessarily from like a scene in a film, but like, say, say a movie scene is happening right now. Yeah. This character is living their life. They have for just a brief moment, paused for me to take a photo of them and they're continuing. And there's like a cinematic element to to that because um, I think that I don't know I I you know people show so much character through what they wear yes that I just fall in love with you know the idea that I'm I'm catching a person in the middle of their like little movie or little story their and little like if film. it works it works exactly yeah well that's cool. Yeah. Speaking of ideas, though, I also want to talk about something you were a part of, the Hughes magazine. I wanted to ask you, um, so kind of, kind of a, a two, a two question type thing. One, how did it start? And two, um, how did you like get the idea and actually follow through with it? Because I know a lot of people like they'll have an idea. So, for example, like, oh, I make a zine. I want to make this. I want to do that. Right? They'll have an idea. But then, you know, won't actually follow completely through with it or like something will stop them through it, like halfway through it um, from actually putting it out. So I want to know how did it start and then how you, um, I guess, started and finished it, like not like the process, but like how like mentally like you just started it as like a group and then pushed it all the way through till it was out. I mean, you know like the idea kind of dates back to um truthfully i'm trying to think like if there's a starting point um i i started taking photos in like the fall of 2019 um so i'm like i'm 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 still quite a newbie to be honest but like that's that's when i i picked up my first film camera and just fell in love with with taking photos um, but even as I started taking photos, like I didn't want to like make a zine. Like that was never something that I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. So yeah. I was always very critical of my work. I was like, I don't have to get enough stuff. Cause I mean, at, the, at that time I didn't like I was starting. Right. But I wanted to do some kind of collected piece. And 
with all of my friends that you know I had it in university and that I had made through you know university friends Leroy being you know one of them um, his uh, his really good friend Adam lived on my floor in first year and like him and I are really good friends and Leroy came by and met him and we just clicked and like we became like really close um and i was like oh i got all these great talented people who you know leroy does uh, he takes great photos i have friends that you know are designers i have friends that like do theater stuff yeah i, I have i have friends that you know make really great music like what what's something that you know can be done to put it all together and i had this idea i was like i want to do uh an exhibit on even art exhibit of a bunch of work that um you know uh it, it was like a collection of work representing what it's like to grow up in the new millennium oh, as okay. told by people who grew up in the new millennium so like yeah. people who were born after the year 2000 talking yeah. about what you know that what that's like um, and I mean, there's like some, you know, there's some wiggle room there as far as ages, but that was like the big idea. And I, I hopefully still like to do it. So if anyone takes that idea, I will, I'm going to hurt you. I'll break your <laughs> kneecap. It's as simple as uh, that. You're getting dropped. Yeah. Um, but like, that was like, that was the idea. And I had it. I was like, I love this idea. Like it's super cool. Super sick. And I was at a really weird spot in my life. At that point, like I had a lot of family stuff going on. I went through a breakup. I went through two breakups actually. Wow. Uh, it was just it was a lot happening, a and lot I picked happening. up a, a film camera as uh, as a like I just need something to pass the time. Yeah. And I saw that um, most deaf or Yasin Bay as he goes yeah. by now had a, an exhibit for for, for like his new album and i was like oh i didn't know there was he had a new album coming up and i looked and it was that you could only go listen to the album at one of his exhibits mm-hmm. and this one happened to be in brooklyn new york and okay. i was like oh shit like that that like that that's so sick like, i've always wanted to go to new york i'm at a weird point in my life right now like <laughs> you know what i'm just gonna go to i'm just gonna go to brooklyn and i made wow. a decision at 3 a.m and i decided I was going to do it. And, you know, I talked to different friends and didn't really hear back from anybody. Um, but then it was like two weeks before I was going to go. And I was like, this exhibit, it ends like a week after my birthday. I'm going to go for the weekend of my birthday of my, of my 19th birthday. I'm going to go to New York. Wow. It'll be great. I've never been to New York city before. Never been to Brooklyn before. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to do it. And I remember I texted my friend, Emma, Mm-hmm. And I just said, "Hey, do you want to do something crazy?" And her response was like, "I always want to do something crazy." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, we're going to New York in two weeks." And she was like, "Heck yeah, we are!" And Perfect. we <laughs> we jumped in my car. Um, two of her friends came as well, uh, just to you know ease them expensive Airbnb prices for New York. Yeah. Oh um, my God. <laughs> but, they had they had stuff that actually they were doing in new york too so it worked out and we went you know for for basically four days but the first day was 12 hours of driving 
Yeah. Then we had two full days there. Then the last day, which was my birthday, was 13 hours of driving. Oh, no. Which, which I did uh, outside of like a couple hours on the way there. I did all the driving the whole trip. Oh, my so, God. <laughs> which it seems like it would suck. But, man, yeah. like driving for 13 hours on my, like, on my birthday, like that was really fun. But yeah. it was on that drive back that Emma and I started talking. And we both wanted to do like some kind of creative uh, project and have a bunch of people come together and contribute work to it. Both had this like idea, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's really cool, yeah." And I told her about the the museum idea, or the not museum, the the exhibit idea, exhibit, and she yeah. told me about wanting to do um, have like a collective of like people with you know different skills. I was like, "Yo, this is basically like the same thing," and it was awesome. And then a few months later, COVID hits, and I'm back living in you know uh, Collingwood, which is the small town that mm-hmm. that I been in since i was like 13 and emma was also living in collingwood she's back home with her mom and she's a few years older than me and it was the first time in like five or six years that we were both in the same place at the same time for like a long period of time okay and and at the same time and we were like let's do something and we just we started like shooting more i really dove into photography a lot and just found love and it grew to the point where we were like, oh, well, you know, I have this great friend who does this. She knew Leroy as well, because I introduced them. And mm-hmm. Leroy takes photos. This person takes photos. My friend Caden takes photos. And Jenna does art. And Sierra does art. And Rachel's a really good writer. And we could do this. We could do that. And it was just, oh, let's, let's, let's make a magazine. So kind of and, connecting the dots of like people, essentially. Yeah, and it was just like, hey, I got all these friends, and I got all these really, really talented friends, and I want to use, um, I want to use their skills, and I want, I want all of us to come together and make something that we can all be proud of, and make something that like, you know, it features us individually, like our work. So I was like, I'm, I, I don't have enough work that's good to put into <laughs> full, you know, if I want to do a full a zine. zine yourself, yeah. yeah. But I got like some cool stuff and Emma's got some cool stuff and Leroy's got some cool stuff (laughs) and we all just started doing it. And it was August of 2020 that like we, I started and I'd never designed, like I'd never used InDesign before. Oh God, that's scary. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, and I was like, I'm going to learn InDesign and that's when I made like the project file and that's when I started and started designing. I was like, Oh, you know, let's do, let's do 50 pages. Oh, let's do 70 pages. Oh, we have enough work. Let's do 90. Oh, you know what? Let's do hundred, 120, 140. Okay. hundred and and 60 is the max. And then we ended up going to 188 pages and from August, 2020 to August, 2021, literally a year we worked on it. And it was just, it was difficult. It was hard. We had some really great support from people who sponsored the, the magazine, um, some businesses in Collingwood. And we had 18 different artists contribute work to it. And like, it's a magazine, but it's, like, it's like, it's like, it's thick. Like it's a book basically. Yeah. It's, it's like a book. Like, Cause like a zine, I feel like at least with like zines, like these days, I feel like a zines, like, tops like 50 pages like 30 to 50 pages but this is like 
uh, a zine, but also like um, a collective. It was. I feel like it's more than just a zine. It's like more like a collective of many people coming together and like making something rather than a zine's mostly like one artist. Um, there's a narrative, and mm-hmm. it's like tops fifty pages. This is like many zines into one kind of book, more so. Yeah, and like that. That's that's literally it. And what was interesting was because like when I started working on it, I just didn't really, I was like, oh, this is like a cool idea, but I don't know what to do. And earlier on that summer, I think it was like June or July, I had, you know, saved up some money. I got lucky. I was able to work through, you know, through uh, early COVID, um, which was, you know, great. And I had saved up some money and I was like, you know what? gonna buy i'm gonna buy the boys don't cry magazine i'm gonna buy frank's like magazine like that's what i want to do yeah and i bought it and i remember just one day i was just looking at it just sitting on my shelf and then i was like oh wait i started looking through it i was like oh well there's like there's some stuff here from this person there's some stuff here from this person there's this person there's oh that's cool oh this is like a bunch of different people like all coming together that's kind of what like we're sort of doing not saying it's anywhere like yeah you're not you're not you're gonna be like yeah this is what we're doing as well like kind of comparing more so like general ideas similar yeah yeah and it was like a curated collection of work that you know individual pieces if you just look at them side by side maybe don't fit together but they Mm -hmm. flow together and like they make sense as a you know a magazine that's really like a brick and i was like oh this is this is great and this is, I was just like, this is what we're doing. And that was like the inspiration for like the form that it would take. And it was just working on it for, you know, literally a year and, you know, putting pieces in, taking pieces out. And being like, oh, like I know so-and-so who's a great, you know, uh, artist, let's put him in. Or, oh, so-and-so is a great, you know, um, writer, let's put her in. And it ended up being that, it took form and we did some interviews in it. Um, we spoke to this girl named Ruth who's indigenous and she talked about, um, generational trauma after living in a res, like, um, living with her uh, grandfather and learning about his story of having been in a residential school. And we learned like there was so much stuff there. I was like, wow, this is really impactful and really important because my, my grandmother was in a residential school. But like, I have no connection to like being indigenous at all because she didn't know she was indigenous until she was fifty. When her older really? sister was wow. like, "Yeah," when her older sister tracked her down, it was like, "We're indigenous." My grandmother was like, "What?" what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but like, so it was for me personally. I was like, "Oh, this is a really impactful piece." But we talked to Ruth, and she talked about how you know living on the reserve and her grandfather's story, and it was really impactful. And we, you know, paired that in with, um, you know, pieces about, you know, first love and photography Mm -hmm. of, you know, youth culture and and that sort of thing. And we came up with the, you know, the theme for the magazine to be transitions and to be the transition from being, you know, young, being a kid into adulthood and all the complications that come from that and the, the difficulty. And we framed the, you know, the whole of the magazine under that and it worked, but it was just really, you know, coming up with an idea 
that we were passionate about having a bunch of different people who you know were able to contribute to the project and give their work not asking them to like hey take on this big job that you're not interested in it was just send us here what you got already yeah like like input this and input that you know what i mean yeah it was like how do you want your page to be designed do you like is there anything specific what do you want this to be called you know um your photography is awesome like i i love this could you you know with the theme that we're going for um i feel like yours fits into that like would you be interested in in contributing some stuff yeah that'd be great and and just people that were interested in in the idea um and you know so long as people are interested in the idea as long as you work and like put in the effort which is easier said than done like Mm -hmm. you can work your ass off and uh and nothing nothing. yeah yeah but you know we were lucky we had a lot of great supports and you know emma myself and uh kaden who's another friend of mine who helped us a lot working on it we just decided you know we're gonna put our head down and and work and just make this happen and it took a year and Mm -hmm. it was difficult but we came up with a product that was uh, i'm really proud of what we said artistically um what we have as far as like an actual product and i don't know man it was it was a really really great process that was incredibly difficult um but that i would do again in an instant yeah i was gonna ask you actually was, was there any setbacks or was there anyone like like for example was anyone um was there any setbacks in the sense more so of like you you like shot the idea at someone they were like oh that's not gonna work or you had like some people kind of like doubting um kind of the the frame of it when you brought it up to them um i mean the main thing was like hey we want to do a print magazine <laughs> and i feel being like what why <laughs> like, like why are you gonna do a digital component we were like probably not no and they're like why like you we live in a, in a digital age like what are you doing we're like well we wanted we wanted something that you could you know hold in your hand and that you could feel and that you could sit with you know that that was like that was our goal but it took some convincing of, of some people and not not as far as like the artists go everyone who no who yeah was like well, yeah i want a book like that's cool as, that's cool as hell like i want i want to be able to hold it and like they got that but it was you know when we when we went to different businesses to sponsor it um and when we worked like just different organizations it was like oh this is gonna be difficult this is gonna be like why would you do this um that was the main issue i mean as far as everything else it was just uh it was just you know getting through the the you know building it all out and feeling like is it ready like is this good i don't know there are so many things that were like in there that were taken out or they were added late there are some pages in the back that i literally did the night before oh i sent God. off the magazine at 8 a.m to get printed <laughs> like i was just like i i it's literally just uh it's it's funny it's funny for if anybody has it or wants to get it yeah. um you'll see what the that page is but it's literally just like i took a pen and i took a piece <laughs> of paper 
and I drew with pen on paper and I wrote yeah. some stuff and I scanned it and I put it in and I was like, this is, this is, this is nice. <laughs> this is, but like, it was literally down to, you know, stuff was changing all the time and we just had to be fluid because, you know, we had, we had done an interview with somebody who ended up not wanting to have that interview featured and that had to mm-hmm. reorder some stuff and, and re, you know, section it. And then, you know, it also just comes down to, we did it over a year and that was a really formative year as far as creatively for myself and for Emma and, and for Caden. And, uh, and even like, I don't know, like Leroy too, like his work in the past year and a half as I'm like so proud of his growth as an artist. Like it's incredible, mm-hmm. but everyone, you know, we're all, we all grew a whole bunch. So it was like, we had these pages full of work that, you know, you wait three, four five months and it's like, oh, that's sick. But like, I have this new stuff that's crazy. Yeah, like, I have this new, this new, yeah. like, crazier set. Like, I might want this now. Yeah, like, it was, it was crazy. Like, it was, it was really, it was like, wow, holy shit. Like, we can't even keep up with our own, like, creativity, like, to print a magazine. Um, that was just kind of the, yeah, it was just an ongoing growth and development and being fluid with, you know, some people will get the idea. Some people won't get the idea. Yeah. The idea might change. You know, it might grow <laughs> in its size. You just got to be fluid. I think that was the the main thing we all learned was just you know you have to like be willing to be consistent and like uh, push through. Even though like you know there might be some setbacks, there might be some like hiccups in the situation, but just being consistent with the idea and you know pushing through it, no matter yeah. how long it takes, because because even for some people i think like a zine or like a book even i think they don't, it doesn't take that long but like from your story it takes i'm not saying like every zine's gonna take a year but like it took a whole year and you had multiple people working on it and multiple people you know multiple people's work like even for a solo project like it could take up to like years but i feel like people just assume it like it's fast it takes like a few months um easy to print this and that but um i think with your story at least like with the story of the magazine it'll show people that it doesn't just happen like within a week or like within like two months like it's work put in before release yeah like that's that was really the thing too you know it was just you can you know the timeline on on something creative can be you know you can get it done in a few weeks or it'll take you years and in this case it took us a year and we were also flexible enough to decide okay we're not going to set like a strict deadline we had deadlines like we want it done by this day like that that were you know they they were fluid too they moved but um you know, we we just waited until the time when we felt it was ready and it was good. Um, and once we held it in our hands, we were like, "Yeah, this is this is good. This is this is the right thing." And this is this is what we um, what we had in our minds when we first talked about it, yeah. when we had the idea. Um, like, I could could I put together a 
bunch of my work in a zine in like a weekend and have it like ready and done i mean like i have enough work to where like yeah i probably could but i don't know if that's gonna be you know is it gonna be what i want is it developed like, the time as I invest? Scene, yeah. yeah and like the best thing that we do with with the magazine would be like we work on it like crazy for you know a few months and then let it sit for like three weeks and none of us would like we wouldn't really talk about anything think about it talk we, about it yeah we wouldn't look at it like like the project file wouldn't be opened and then a few weeks later open up a project and scroll through it again and just have a pair of fresh eyes and realize like oh like this works or this doesn't work or this page ordering needs to be different because like page or like ordering of like pages like what goes mm-hmm. where is crazy like that's <laughs> something that i didn't realize but like it like it's tough like you yeah. know because you're crafting this experience for like someone who's gonna you know read it and take you know they're gonna spend money which is which is important but like they're gonna spend their time on it and mm-hmm. making it something that is worth you know someone's time and the value of someone's time that's important so just give yourself the time to really digest it and let it sit and look at it and go over it and you know be happy with it that's what's important one last question actually i want to ask um you mentioned that you had um some sponsoring some sponsoring from local um I was gonna say brands, but I guess it's more so like businesses. Um, how was that? How did you go about that? Essentially, like how was that um, that conversation? Even like how was because like bringing it up to a business, like a local business, even and getting that sponsorship. How was that conversation like? And how did you find um, businesses that was actually willing to um, sponsor it and be interested in this? First of all, idea and zine. Um honestly it was it was a lot of work because what we did at first was um you know we came up with all right it'll probably be this many pages we got like a rough quote from the printer we used and you know it's it's not cheap to to print stuff especially Mm -hmm. right now you know materials cost a lot of money and that sort of thing so it was just coming up with like all right what was our budget how much money do we need all right, that's cool. How much money can we throw in personally? Okay, cool. Throw that in. Then um, we worked with a uh, an educational group called Elephant Thoughts, which is local in the uh, that that you know is based out of Collingwood, but they help literally all over Canada. They really? run programs um, specifically for you know underprivileged schools, underprivileged communities. They work a lot in indigenous communities. They're like really great. And I I had done work with them in the past and I approached them about, you know, what the idea was. And they really liked it. They um, contributed uh, some funding towards it. Hmm. And we then just, you know, like, like climbing a ladder, you just, all right, okay, this is what we have. This is where we're at. Went up that step. We're gonna, you know, there's that rung of the ladder. We're gonna climb to the next rung, and the next one was, all right, local businesses that you know might be interested. And we reached out to a lot of people, and a lot of people said no. You know, it's it's a tough time. Money is you know, short with you know, 
there are lockdowns, there's everything going on. Like it's, you know, it's not a, a, it's not necessarily a a prosperous time as far as, you know, for For restaurants and businesses like that. We talked to people and uh, we were able to find, you know, people that were interested that really liked the idea that, you know, knew some of us. The other side of it was that, you know, we were based out of a small community and, you know, if you've done stuff within that community, which I, you know, I have, I, I've done some, some pretty big projects um, in Collingwood and in the area. So mm-hmm. I have a, I have a good reputation with me and we had some good uh, local partners that helped as well. So it gave us some credibility and, and uh, people contributed money to help us succeed. But it was a lot of emails, a lot of calls, a lot of meetings, and a lot of them went nowhere. But um, we, the the cards fell right in uh, in the right uh, way that they should have because we got everything we were looking for. Yeah, I feel like the rollout the rollout of it because I remember cause before I even knew about you before I knew like um, it's about the whole idea. Even I remember I think Leroy posted it and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy! This is cool." I feel like even the rollout of it was done so well. I feel like with like even the whole story you just told us, it's just like pieces just kind of flowed together with time. Yeah. And like, I pre I appreciate hearing that because I felt the rollout was, uh, was, it was okay. I feel like we were all just really tired. <laughs> like yeah. that was the main <laughs> thing. Like there was, oh my gosh, there was so many just issues. And then like, just stuff that happened with getting it printed and then delays and stuff. But like when it actually came out and when we did stuff, like I, I wanted to to put out more, we released like some promo videos. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of stuff that like I've shot, but that unfortunately never ended up being edited for that. So for me, I see it as like, Oh, like we're coming so much more, but I also recognize that like limits. You like, know, yeah, it was like, everyone's kind of like maxed out on E. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like it was, you know, it was it was a, a long summer of just getting it done. So, you know, once we did get it out and did get it made, like it was awesome. But um, yeah, a lot of people, you know, if they knew me, but they didn't know Emma. Well, now they mm-hmm. know Emma because, you know, there's this magazine and I'm posting about it. Yeah. And oh, someone like you, like, you know, Leroy, but you don't know, you know me. Oh, now yeah. you know me. Or someone knows Caden or someone knows uh claudia who's a really talented writer that uh, contributed a poem uh, mm-hmm. they know claudia but they don't know the rest of us okay now you know like it, it made like for ever, everlasting just connections just like oh you don't know them but you know me and boom 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 just connections over and over exactly exactly yeah it was just like oh it naturally just grows and forms and uh i'm really proud of of what we were able to do and what we have done you know with it and uh I think it's some of the, as far as like the promo videos, I think they're some of the best um, pieces of editing work I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm really proud of them and I'm really proud <laughs> of just like the effort that went into, you know, the release and, and just everything like that. Like it, uh, it was really something special. I'm really proud of it. All right. On that note though, I'm going to wrap things up. John help the people where to find you, where to find the magazine as well, since we've been talking about it so much. Yeah, we, we, we definitely have. Um, well, you can find me at jj.cardillo. Uh, so jj.cardillo. 
on Instagram. Um, I post all my photography on there. Uh, I also have a website, uh, johncardillojr.com. Um, that's where you can find, you know, some of my portfolio stuff, a little bit of my background in, in filmmaking and videography. Um, I've got, you know, uh, what else is on there? This is, this is stuff. There's like projects I've done and beautiful work, beautiful work, yeah, <laughs> sunning, sunning yeah. images, sunning, sunning things. Great stuff. Um, um if you want to purchase the magazine, you can go to mb7.studio. Um, you can purchase the magazine. It's still available now. We sold some copies. Um, or you can go to mysterybehind7.com. They both go to the same place, but mb7.studio is really easy. Um, yeah, just you can do that. You can uh, follow me. You can look at my website, look at the Mr. Brian 7 website, purchase the magazine, and uh, let me know what you think. Go get yourself a magazine. Go check out the man. Go, 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 go in his comments. Let him know what you think. Um, but thank you, John, for being on the on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, everyone, go check out his stuff. Everyone, go check out the magazine. Go get yourself a magazine. Lovely body of work. I'm actually going to buy one after the show. Um, you don't have one yet. I, I don't have one yet. I was at the time. Heartbroken, bro. I'm sorry. At the time. I didn't even know when it was dropping. I'm being, this is like on record. I did not know when it was dropping. And then I saw it dropped and I was like, oh, and I just forgot about it. I'm being real. But like, listen, after this whole conversation, I, I would keep it real. After this whole conversation, I'm copying it right now. I have the website open my second monitor right now on oh, God. Oh my so, God. That's yeah, I've, so I've had it pulled up this whole time. Um, Bro, I don't, don't worry. It's, it, I just have to mention it because it's just funny. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you can buy a magazine, podcast? bro. Well, yo, listen, bro. We have issues now, bro. Yeah, like what? Uh, <laughs> it, excuse me, like, um, uh, uh, I don't care. Like, if you if you buy it, you buy it. I appreciate you like the support, and I appreciate that sort of thing. If you don't, you don't. Like, I remember we, when we brought like release it. Like, it was like, oh, I don't really have the money right now, or whatever. It's like if you can yeah. support and buy it, like, do it. If you can't, like, that's okay too. It's a piece of work. It's going to be around forever. So, yeah. you know, get it and uh, enjoy it if you can. And I think you might relate to it too. So, yeah. All right. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll catch you guys next week.